Hello, friends. Yes, that's right. It's me. It's Coos. The better one, the better looking one, the better sounding one. Um, you won't actually understand why I'm saying that. Uh, because last week, uh, narcissist. I was. Or, You're just a narcissist. There's no need. There's no reason to even say that. I mean, I thought we were respecting my uh, time on the mic, but no worries. Oh, oh yes, yeah, so I'm respecting your time on the mic by you subliminally shelling into me. You, hey, man, in you started to, this war. You started this no war. Proof. There no is. Proof. I've still got. The, I've still got the. Uh, I've still got the there's recording. Lost. I'm gonna there's leak lost. it. I'm gonna leak the recording of Moen <laughs> saying this. So basically, ladies and gents, for you listening at home, whoever's listening right now, to explain why I'm saying all that. Last week I was away. Um, so uh, Josh, Johnny, and Moen all got together and said, "Right, we're gonna do an episode," and um, they recorded it. Unfortunately, there was a technical error with one of the recordings, so we were unable to publish it. Now, another interesting thing about that episode was I, although I couldn't record with them, I was still in the call when they were recording so I could hear what they were talking about. It was some good content, but Moen started off by introducing... Hang on, before you start to slander me, you have to say the magic word that we all use when you can't prove anything, allegedly. 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 Except I have evidence. But so you know that. So allegedly. Everybody listening right now knows that I have that. I will leak it on our Alleg- socials. Allegedly. Allegedly. I will allegedly leak it on our socials. <laughs> so get allegedly. ready for that. Get ready for that. Getting slammed in the news. Anyway, stop interrupting me. Stop no, interrupting me. I'm talking. You're mugging me off so I can fucking interrupt. See, this is negatively affecting my name. It's fucking <laughs> what, what this defamation of character. Yeah, but if, if you hadn't done this in the intro, in the last allegedly, intro. If I allegedly bro, in the you intro, know you did. If, allegedly, if he doesn't leak this thing, you know he's you know he's lying. So let's see. Carry well, on. I'll, I'll leak it then. No probs. Anyway, uh, the reason why I was saying it was because when Moen introduced the show last week, when I wasn't there, he was saying, "I am the better looking one. I am the better sounding one." And you know, I've got to I've got to ascertain not ascertain that's not the right word. I've got to <laughs> solidify my fucking place <laughs> and stand up for myself and defend myself because I will not take that kind of slander. So, ladies and gents, anyway, moving swiftly on from that exaggerated uh, intro. Uh tonight's topic isn't now, if you want me to explain that, I'm gonna. We don't have a topic this week. We are going into this one blind. We are flying without, not wings, uh, without eyes. We are flying head on into the sun without knowing where we're going. And we're just going to hope for the we're best. We're going into the sun. You just said it. We're going into the, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we do know where we're going. Head first into the sun. Um, no, we, we just don't have a topic. That, well, I mean, we had topics to choose from, but what we wanted to do was try and just have an open chat about whatever. Whatever comes up, we'll talk about it. Uh, and that's what we're going to do. So it's really hard for me to kind of be like, so <laughs> what now? Because I have no idea. Um, does anyone want to say any word at all? Just any word. Does anyone just want to start with one word? Hello. That's a good start. Oh, it's Josh. Josh is here. I might as well introduce the other guests as well. I say guests, other co-hosts, apologies. Um, because, you know, we're all here. Moen's here. It's nice to know I'm here as a guest. That's how you really think of me. Well, bro, if you didn't cuss me out last episode, then, you Allegedly. know. Mm. That's going to get annoying. Johnny's here also. Yo. So, ladies and flipping gents, we are the Giggle Bites, and we are going to start this off. I'm going to say a word. Cataclysm. Okay. Well, I'll, I will start the driving force. So, two interesting things happened to uh, me over the weekend. Um, three, actually. The first one was um, I've allegedly said some shit about Coos, which I don't agree with, and I'll see even caught about that. Uh, the second one is there's a new Pokemon game that's been announced. Uh, well, we knew it had been announced. It was Violet and um, Scarlet. Scarlet. That's the one. Yeah. They said Maroon then. <laughs> Pokemon Maroon. <laughs> um, and why is this interesting to me for? Because 
I remember last year me and Coos watching the trailer reveal for Arceus um, and we literally was like this is the fucking one this is the game we've been waiting for since we were kids uh, and I'm not going to lie it was pretty dry I, I personally never got out of the fucking starting area and I played it for quite a lot for quite a while as well it's because um, you were collecting every single Pokemon that you could possibly was. collect I was. I was not moving away from that start. I have. I have not moved away <laughs> from that starting area. Your character but, will be there for the rest of eternity. Yeah, the game died for me. It just. I just thought it was very underwhelming. Uh, but I thought the mechanics were very interesting, and it was certainly a step in the right direction. I also didn't really like the art style. Um, it all seemed very bland. Um, however, this new one that's coming out. Again, me and Kusa both like, this is the fucking one. This is the one we've been waiting for because now apparently you can play it co-op with up to four people. That's what's really Perfect. intriguing me now. Oh, so yes. I'm very, very excited about that. And I don't know if you guys are as well, but this is the first Pokemon game probably since Ruby. And I said this shit about Arceus as well, so I hope I don't have the same experience. But since Ruby, Gold, Silver, Yellow, this is the first one I've really been like, I can't fucking wait for this game to come out. Me too. Yeah, me too. I, I am super excited for this one. It's about time. I don't know why it's taken them so long to have a fully co-op game of uh, Pokemon, like where you can actually just go and explore an area. I mean, we could do it in Sword and Shield, right? Like you could walk around the, the uh, wild area, but it was really buggy. You never always saw each other and it just wasn't that great of a multiplayer experience. But now, because it's a mainline entry, that means that it's going to have complete attention to detail. There will be there will be PvP, which is what we you know we were hoping for with um, Diamond and Pearl, but that whole area was just locked off for months. I I don't even know if it's I don't even know if you can go in there. I'm going to boot it up in a, after this podcast and have a look. But anyway, yeah, they're offering you know four player co op throughout the campaign. You can go anywhere as well. Like you, it, by the looks of things, you can all go to different areas at different times and still be in the same game together, which is freaking exciting because that is the kind of Pokemon game we've been waiting for for a really long time. Well, forever, essentially, since the dawn of Pokemon. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty exciting. I mean, I've got I've got loads of questions. I think this is probably worthy of its own episode, to be honest. Like, you know, if we can go anywhere, how will the leveling system work? Will certain areas be not level restricted or will it all kind of just, you know, be dependent on what level you are? I've seen that happen now. Fallout 76 did that. They had areas where you couldn't go unless you was at level 80. And then they'd done a massive rehaul and every, every monster just start kind of um that matched your level it scaled so, with you yeah yeah scaled exactly yeah Le- level scaling is the word i was desperately looking for then thank you so if that's the case then can i do more gym badges in any order so questions but josh you're a massive pokemon pvp nerd are you excited about this one or because i haven't really seen you dance around that much about any pvp pokemon games since sword and shield came out well it's because they didn't have any ranked it's all about the ranked well, there's like that's how you compare your yourself to other players. Mm-hmm. Although I didn't, I didn't really play that much ranked in Sword and Shield. I I, I used to breed a lot. I used to play Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he just caught what you said there. It was that sort of. Are you, are you excited for ranks this time round? Yeah, in, I think so. Do you know the only thing I wish? Right? Do you remember the? Do you remember how? Red and blue came out, and then they yeah. released gold and silver, and then you had yeah. sixteen gyms. Yeah, I wish I wish they continued. I wish they continued that trend of like. Yeah. So like, then you go to what? What was next? Ruby, Sapphire. Yeah. Uh, I just wish that they'd. So you did. Like Ruby and Sapphire, and then you'd maybe go back to Kanto, or mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, I think Definitely. that would have been really cool. Maybe it maybe this good. is the game to, for, for it to do that because like for a long time I've been saying like you know I really want a Pokemon MMO and after playing Poke MMO I 
I'm kind of not that bothered about it anymore. Like if they was like, look, this this game is the base game. You can buy the um, you know the DLCs for twenty quid even. You know, fucking usually it's fifteen, twelve, but say twenty, and you get to go back to every region. Every region becomes a DLC. And it's all regenerated. It's all been you know done in the same art style, and you can just do four player co-op through the whole fucking thing. Like I, I don't think I care about it not being an MMO. I really don't. And how do you feel about if the Pokemon League was like, so like everyone who was really good at the game went into the Pokemon League? Oh my League. God. Yeah. Like the and players then, were the trainers. Like, yeah. So like there'd be maybe like a monthly Pokemon League tournament and players would play against each other. And then the best, the person who won that tournament would become the, the master or whatever. Surely. The champion. Oh my they, God. Surely yeah, they sit around a table and have these fucking discussions. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If we're having these discussions and we don't work for fucking Game Freak or the Pokemon Company, surely they have these discussions. But one very interesting thing with the whole journey is we've all been Pokemon nerds for the longest of times. Like, Johnny, do you think this is going to be the one that you're entering? Because I know you was very unimpressed by Arceus. Um, I just wasn't big into Pokemon. Like, I've become more into it just from seeing it trend a little bit more recently. So obviously I mm. uh, bought Arceus. That being like the first game, I, I did play one. I was, I think I was speaking to Kuta about this the other week. I can't remember which one I had, but I had it on like the old handheld consoles, like the DS. Yeah, on the old. Yeah, you, well, you were telling me about the Game Boy when you were Game, the Game Boy, Boy. That's the one. The Game, Game Boy, Boy Color. Yeah. Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which one I had, but I just didn't really kind of understand it because I never watched it. I was more kind of into Yu-Gi-Oh, I suppose, and I still don't know a lot about that. But regardless. You know, I bought Arceus and yeah, man, I just was a bit like, just tell me what to do, but what is, what is the actual point in this? Like, I'm just collecting, I just don't, Pokemon to me isn't, isn't the games, it's something else, which I mean, I'm happy to discuss, but it's just not about playing the games to me. So that's why I think I was a bit, it was a bit overhyped. I understand that. I mean, it's, it, it, I mean, Arceus is, is like a really bad sort of starting point unless you're a fan of the series like it's it's not a traditional pokemon game it's not a mainline game which you know when they do that like swords for me i have clocked 260 hours into sword Mm. and like that's the mainline game i have played 20 hours or less than uh, in in um sorry, total, I've played 20 hours total of Arceus. And that just tells you the difference coming from, you know, someone who's a bit of a, a real sort of fan of Pokemon, um, especially the games, you know. I mean, I've watched all the animes and played the card games and stuff. Like I've even got, I've got two decks of um, like, like Pokemon cards ready to go. Um, but yeah, like Sword and Shit, the mainline games are the ones that I've played the most. And it, even even the remakes, like um, like Brilliant Diamond, I've put 60, 60 or so hours into that, maybe 70 hours. But it's really good. Like, it's a good remake. But the, the thing I think that I have been waiting for was, you know, Scarlet and Violet. Like, it's going to, if it's, if it's like how they did Sword and Shield, where the breeding was straightforward, the box access was straightforward. The PVP was good. The shiny hunting was good. Like if they do that, that will be another two to 300 hour game for me. Like if not more, because if I really get into the PVP this time around, like I, I mean, I did in Sword and Shield, but I wouldn't say it, it was like the exclusive thing that I played because I did a lot of breeding and a lot of shiny hunting. Did you play um, Pokemon as well? <laughs> Here we go again. Do you know... Like, it's really interesting you say that because I've actually surprisingly invested a lot of time and a lot of money into Pokemon. But like for me, and I'll play this on my own. That like I'll play the the online traded card game, like the but the the, the online version. Um, and I've bought like two meta decks off eBay. Like one was forty five pound, and and another one was one hundred and five. Um, Sorry, which is hundred and five pounds for the deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you bought it, that. It, yeah, it was a Mew deck. It was fucking madness, oh, bro. 
and 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 old tarted my fucking deck out as well. Like I had all the super fucking um, you know the uh, secret rare arts for like the quick balls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh, you know what? I remember because you got the card box as well, didn't you? Yes, I did, bro. So like, I I had a meta deck, and I've I, I very very sneakily done that on purpose because now my Mew deck is very relevant, or it was anyway, and they're gonna sunset the um the online traded card game app like this year and they're going to be releasing a new one and most of your cards are going to fucking come over so if more cards actually do go over to the new app you can't buy um you can't trade cards anymore so like you will literally just have what you pull out the packs and i'll be able to fucking slaughter people again so for me like i've actually put a lot of money and time into pokemon in different ways like i got initiated into it but through my mum buying me the books when i was a kid and just reading literally like fucking when ash uh you know came across that archaeological dig site and he found fucking um kabutops and ammonite and um aerodactyl all them things there, proper gangster shit, you know, when you're a kid. So like, like you were saying, like, I'm, I'm going to put it out there, bro. Like Arceus was shit. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Like it was interesting and it looked really cool, but it, it was just fucking dead. Um, the game that's that I've, I've clocked up the most fucking gameplay on is, is, um, is uh, Animal Crossing. So uh, yeah. what I'm hoping is that maybe Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet will give me Scarlet the same and Violet and Violet Scarlet and Scarlet hopefully they will give me the same experience that Animal Crossing gave me because when the pandemic started and that came out bro I've never had a game hit that hard before that I played that continuously for that long it was a godsend really, really like I think I'm, a lot of people needed that it's so true and I'm really hoping that maybe uh, you know the new Pokemon games that drop in November I think it's November the 18th if they come out this year we'll do the same but that is my um, little input for today's topicless discussion because um, I've I, I really fell down a rabbit hole with that and I'm very excited now and I really hope we're not going to fuck it up um, fingers crossed I've got a question shoot so during the pandemic was like a spike of people's hobbies and stuff. Like people got really into like back into hobbies and all sorts of stuff like that. Did you guys have any hobbies you picked back up during the lockdown? The man yeah. you didn't have time for before. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I started um, learning how to develop games. Like that was my big sort of, cause I'd done a bit pre pandemic. I'd done a few game jams, but then like I actually downloaded some engines and started to really learn and like sink some times in times time time into um and i learned this um this engine called game maker studio and it's brilliant like i've made a few little sort of mess around games but like like i mean obviously we're, we're all into gaming just generally but like that for me that was the next logical step and and the pandemic was a perfect excuse to like get get like sort of fluent in 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 a coding language and like learn how to like actually create what ideas i have and i'm kind of i've been toying with the idea of actually posing it to you guys and being like should we just like start designing a game together like a gigabytes game <laughs> gigabyte gaming do you know what i mean That'd be sick. I, don't, I don't know the first thing about game making but it sounds incredibly cool it is a lot of fun and you know ideas are always welcome what about you josh did you have did you fall into some new hobbies loads of games came out um well, obviously Shadowlands came out, so we all hot back on WoW for a bit, didn't we? Yeah, World of Warcraft, yeah. We, we all hit that pretty hard at the start. Uh, I'm still on there as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else came out? Um, Eve Echoes, moan. Fuck yeah, bro. Eve Echoes came out. It, well, like, I went back to work, so but it was kind of... Because I, everyone had to be separate, I was quite isolated and I got sent to a different site. So I was kind of like... it was It was a smaller site, so there wasn't as much to do. Uh, and Eve Echoes came out and me and Moan were just literally blasting that. Like, I mean, it wasn't really a game you had to put a lot of time into in terms of like, you didn't have to be playing it 24 seven, but like, I'd like check every, like every hour or so and like set some stuff going and then you can idly play it. Like- yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, it's the same as like normal Eve, I suppose. It, it, it's not as, um, what's the word? Full on. Uh, it's, it's not that it's like, it's not as, I mean, unless you're doing like intense PVP or whatever, it's not as, um, demanding of your attention. 
Like you can just switch off and play it. Do you know what I mean? Eve Echoes was fucking amazing and even trying to work out how to orbit an enemy with the right trajectory. I can't even say the fucking word. Trajectory. Yeah, you got it. Trajectory. Um, you know, but doing shit like that and then, you know, fucking um, going from um, star system to star system, collecting all of your uh, planetary materials. I really fucking like that game, Josh. The only reason we stopped playing, I think it's because like, we kept getting the, um, what were they called? The fucking miners. We had some mad miners that didn't have 15 million pound a pop. Um, yeah. and we kept getting blown up. <laughs> well, I, well, you say I we. kept getting blown up. I kept getting blown I up. I got blown up by you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking did, bro. Yeah, we, we were like, ratting. we were doing this thing called ratting, which is basically like PVE. You just go and you blow up some pirates in space or whatever, and then you get some money. And then all of a sudden, I just die. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I look at like the, the, like the kill tracker, and it says like, it said like Moen sixty nine did like ninety nine percent damage to me. Oh bro, fucking hell, man! That, and also, we got to shout this out as well. Um, Cat School Academy, we joined an epic fucking corp uh, that were really helpful. Like someone fucking gave me a military vexer for free, which is worth like sixty five million isk or something mad. Um, I'll still get pulled back to that game I'm not going to lie but yeah um, I'm not going to fucking uh, take it, take us down the Echoes portal should I say Johnny what did you do during the during the pandemic when it first hit like what did you pick any new any or you know old or new hobbies uh, not really like just drank loads <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean, Johnny you know everyone what survives was, it their own way you know what was your choice of poison what was you sipping on gin and jeans Anything like ciders, gin, wine, uh, whatever, like literally whatever. I wasn't even asked. Just get rat assed every day. I was working as well. Do you know, not obviously whilst drinking, but I was working. Nicely <laughs> 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 said, bro. How it work? Like Josh during the whole during the whole of lockdown. Um. So yeah, it was it, oh, just. I, I, to be fair, I'm not like as much as, as well as everybody, I suppose. It was a really horrific time for me, um, and like I said, I know everybody had like it was an it wasn't a nice period of our lives, but it, I just for like I'm not even going to go into it too deep because it, it is deep. But with everything that I have, like with my mental health, I just, just I just didn't enjoy it, man. It was nice to be in the comfort of my own home. Don't get me wrong, and but everything just got heightened and I think I coped with it by just having a few drinks. Yeah. I think that was like the, the biggest, the biggest thing for everybody was finding coping methods and, um, and, and being able to survive it because it really is one of the most difficult things as a, as a race that we have to deal with is like complete social segregation. And like when we're unable to, to live as social creatures, it can send us one of two ways. Either we can fall into a really, really dark place or we can cope by creating methods of, of doing so. And I mean, I think like specifically for me, and I think I can speak to a, speak for a few of us in here that like being a gamer really, really sort of helped with that because we had forms of socializing and that's how we do a lot of our socializing anyway. Um, obviously it's, it's, it's damaging to not be able to fucking go out and like see your mates and what, what have you. But like, you know, the, the fact that we could just hop on, like, like we do every single day, we, we hop on discord and we have a chat and we just chill or we play games together. That's, that's our form of socializing. And it, it kind of became, um, it, it was like our form of coping, um, like obviously we did other stuff to like, you know, get through it. Um, but not a lot, you know, not everyone else had that option. Like, you know, there was a lot, but I mean, we saw a massive rise in people doing like zoom calls and shit with their friends and family. And they were doing like, you know, game shows and all sorts. And like, it's amazing what we can do with like, thank God we have like internet and technology to be able to do stuff like that. Cause I really genuinely think if all we had were like TVs that were giving us news and shit, like th there would have been a real, real, real problem. Like, 
you know, so I, th- I, I do think myself lucky that, that I'm the kind of person who can, you know, contact friends through discord or, you know, however, however we want to cope, uh, cope, uh, however we want to communicate is what I meant to say. Um, so, you know, yeah. I think the thing for me when it, like that was pre me joining this group again. Do you know what I mean? Like, that sounds weird for people listening, but they probably might not understand that. Like, before I jumped back on the Discord, um, like, I played, I was on the Xbox with uh, Moen once, and he was like, just jump in. And I was like, oh, I don't know, it's been years, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nothing, didn't think anything bad of anyone, but I was like, you know, I can't just, like, that's not right for you guys, I can't just jump in. So, like, for going from, like, the lockdown to drinking, I, the only hobby really that I could think of that after the lockdown or kind of just coming to the end of lockdown happened for me was I hired a coach, which I'm not going to get into, but I will shout him out. Um, his name's Jake Abbott and he, he kind of did really sort my life out in a way. Um, he, I, I, I basically hired him full time as a coach. And he taught me a lot about stoicism and stuff like that. So for my mental health and stuff like this, um, I researched a lot into stoicism, did a lot of reading. Um, and that then spurred on me going on lots of walks. So like towards the end of lockdown, after I kind of had enough of thinking, I'm just kind of wasting away here. Like I'm just eating. We're not being able to exercise. I'm just drinking. It, to me, it was all just eventually when I learned more about stoicism, it was just a big frigging excuse just to be lazy. So I ended up just going on loads of walks and I'm pretty sure it was at that point where I came back into the group and then not long after that I was obviously sending pictures in of like where I was and stuff like that and yeah I remember like, yeah. it that was more of my hobby then I think just going out and just because you know there was nothing stopping us going I was walking down country lanes and I didn't see anything other than like yeah. obviously just nature and animals and mm-hmm. farms and stuff which was it was really really like beautiful to see. Um, so yeah, like nothing really massively interesting. Right, it's interesting for me, but in terms of like a hobby as in like a physical hobby, there wasn't anything. It was just more of drinking at first, hiring a coach luckily, and then getting into stoicism, which I still fully am invested in. So what kind of a coach was he? Was he like a life coach or like a like a like a health coach or Yeah, so he was an online uh fitness coach. So basically I um I'm not gonna bail the places. I'm going to have to cut this bit down. So he was an online coach, a uh, fitness coach. So I paid him X amount of money per month and he would sort out like fitness programs for me and nutrition. Um, so there was a lot of work that was kind of done for me. I just kind of had to do the, you know, the, the back end, I suppose, for myself. Um, but he works really like holistically with all of his clients so he i know he's like really big into stoicism um you've heard like me talk about like a higher power on the podcast before that's kind of where i've got it from and i've learned from him um so i kind of got you know tenfold of what i paid him you know worth and value from him because it's still what I believe now and I'm not with him now, you know, he's not, he's, I don't pay him anymore. Um, we keep in touch and stuff like that. He's, uh, you know, he, he, he is one of my best mates, you know, he's almost like a brother. Um, but yeah, he was just a fitness coach, but it just was a bit more, if you know what I mean. Uh, so it wasn't just, um, you know, getting your health back on track. It was also getting your sort of mental state back on track. Cause I yeah. think that was like the big thing with, um, you know, the the whole lockdown thing at the start, especially obviously, you know, everyone was stuck indoors and you could only really go out to do your essential shopping and things like that. But then they were encouraging the exercise and things like that, go out for a run. Man, I was going out for runs, like, you know, mm. <laughs> which is, you know, I don't even do that anymore. Even now, you know, lockdown's been lifted and stuff. I don't do that anymore. But like, yeah, no, no I, th- I think like that probably came at just the right time for you to have that kind of boost in sort of, um, mental survival during such a difficult time um and it's amazing it really is amazing to hear that like even now like it's still resonating with you like that's awesome dude that really is awesome and i'm glad to hear it it would something never lose you you can you can share some of that wisdom with the rest of us because i think (laughs) i think i could do with that you know 
the the only thing the only like small thing that I would say is that is I started we've spoken about this before just being able to go it's all up in your mind so you know every time I I've said it before I, I say it all the time every time I have a negative thought or I'm going through a tough time you just pass it on to somebody else that can deal with it. So I have, I've said it before again, I keep saying that, my great granddad, and it's done then. It's done, it's forgotten about and I move on. And that has helped me. But yeah, we will we will talk about this another point. But uh, yeah, it's something that I'm quite emotionally attached to as well. And I'm like, I can see myself and feel myself getting a bit upset and emotional about it now. So I'm just going to stop. That's cool, man. Well, like, I'm really glad that you've been able to share that with us. Like, that's really um, reassuring because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard being, um, you know, obviously we all want to support each other and stuff, but like, we're not fucking gurus and we're not like, you know, we're not all completely clued up on like how to, oh shit, I'll just smack the mic. Apologies, ladies and gents, if you heard me just punch my microphone. Um, you know, sometimes we do really need that sort of exterior, um, element of like someone to someone who is like you know trained in that area to like help us i think like for me personally like i I, like you know i've i've been through certain things like you know i've gone through c uh cognitive behavioral therapy i've gone through regular therapy and like it really does make a difference and like i think i think for a lot of people I, across the country that went through the lockdown, I think the first place to start for everybody should be like exercise and things like that. Because, like, the diff, right? Okay, this is just an example. But my day to day life consists of me sitting at a desk, right? And that's what I do all day, every day. I go out for a walk to pick up lunch from my high street, and then I come home, and then I sit at my desk for the rest of the day. Um, when I, so last week, the reason I was not able to do the, um, podcast was because I was doing a favor for a family member and I was looking after their pets, but I was getting exercise because I was constantly on my feet, constantly playing with the dogs and blah, blah, blah. And I was like up and about and the difference in my physical sort of what I felt like health, health wise, like physically, I felt tenfold better. I was exhausted because it was difficult to sleep because, you know, uh, when you, when you're dealing with a puppy, like, you know, the the needs, uh, whatever. Um, but like physically I was, uh, the difference it made was mad, like genuinely shocking to me. So I think like it's probably been the same for a lot of other people, like, you know, because when lockdown started, we didn't have a choice. We couldn't go out and exercise. We couldn't go out and do what we were normally doing. Um, but I really think, yeah, I think it would make a huge difference for us all to um, to start there. And they say, you know, the, the the first step of like fixing your mind is fixing your body. So, yeah, I don't know. How does everyone else sort of want to weigh in on that? Or? I think it's very inspiring. Cool. What are you, what are, what what are you um what are, Moan? I've got I've got kind of a, not an intrusive question, but it's a bit of a bit of a loaded question like obviously since the pandemic has sort of not i don't want to say subsided because i know it's still going on um but but the restrictions have been lifted like how are you feeling like since that so for me it's been like it's been a bit of a weird one man because like something that i've always struggled with like and you guys know this obviously like fucking really well is like ocd and anxiety they go hand in hand and like my social anxiety was completely fine before the pandemic like I used to be around people every fucking day I was at work every day and it was more it was more more so like you know OCD stuff around us like fucking I was trying to keep myself safe all the time so like you know I'd, I'd, I'd question food sometimes because that food made me ill and then that's probably one of the reasons why I was fucking skinny for for so long because I didn't really eat too much and when when the pandemic happened, it was almost as though like I'd set up this miniature little fucking shanty town of all these things that were meant to keep me safe, and then that happened. And like my OCDs just disappeared because it was like, yeah, I can't control this at all. And believe me, I fucking tried to to begin with, and it just didn't work. Um, coming out of the pandemic, 
I literally don't have any any issues anymore with my OCDs at all. Like they've they've almost completely gone. I think there's certain things that I'll never be cool with, like sharing drinks with people. That's just fucking gross, anyway. But yeah, like, I wouldn't do that myself. But like and like you know, there's a couple of certain things that are going to stay with me forever because it's just how I fucking am. But like my OCDs literally have vanished. But oh my fucking days, my social anxiety is bad now. Like to, to the point where I struggle to go into shops because like I, I just start panicking. And it's something that I'm actively working on at the minute. My partner's been really supportive with it. Um, it has to get better. Uh, queues have become an issue for me now. Look, if, 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 I, if I'm at a pain machine to try and get a fucking parking ticket out the, out the dispenser and someone stood behind me, I'll start panicking. And the most infuriating thing is I have no idea what I'm panicking about because I, <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck about the person stood behind me. If they said something to me, like, what? They're not like in a confrontational like, mindset. Like, I just, I've always been that way. Like, you know, living with OCD and anxiety for as long as I have, I've never been able to let someone's opinion hurt me because it would have just finished me out. So I'm quite resilient in that way. But for some reason, if I'm in any kind of queue or I go into a shop, like and I have to speak to the person over the counter, like I, I genuinely think I'm like suffering at the minute with like fucking some mild agoraphobia or something. But it's really weird because like I've almost become cured with my OCDs. That they don't bother me anymore because the pandemic just wiped them away. But now I'm I'm suffering with all this fucking like social anxiety stuff and I'm in therapy I see a therapist every week and my therapist has said to me you know like it's probably because like subconsciously you, um, your subconscious hasn't caught up with your conscious yet so it's like yeah the pandemic's not you know not, not ended but lockdown's been lifted and I don't see anyone wearing masks anymore hardly and things have pretty much gone back to the way they were but I've been living for the past two years in fucking constant fear of being around people like it really got to me like I'll, I'll be driving down the road and if I drove past someone I'd do my windows up and hold my breath <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. like it really really fucking got to me like I'll I, 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 I go as far as saying like you know I, I, had, I had a very fucking disturbing couple of months through that um but you know I made it through the other end but now I'm just fighting off this social anxiety side of everything which is it's annoying because like I'm not a socially I'm not introverted it's the weirdest combination because I'm a very extroverted person but I've almost became introverted now like I went to this thing over the weekend um, I went to this farm um, and I, I, I just instinctively asked this lady about this donkey like what was it looked this way for because it had been rescued as soon as she started speaking to him I just wanted to shut up <laughs> I was like why have I even asked you this fucking question for because <laughs> now it's making me sweat and then I'm just like but you know I'm very intuitive so I'm just like why is this bothering me for because like, it's not like I'm, I worry about people talking to me or I avoid conversation anyone that knows me knows that I won't shut up if I get going do you know what I mean so it's a very very strange situation that I'm in never knew that nah, cheers, <laughs> but you know it's like I, I'm, I'm battling that now and the thing that's really got to me a little bit without going deep because you know like I'm I just I've learned to live with this now you know like and it, it is what it is but with my anxiety it's like I've almost got it in the corner and like I, like I know every fucking corner now of this fucking room and then something new appears and it's just like all my days like you know I never thought I would suffer with social anxiety like you know walking through fucking town going into fucking shops you know just being in places I mean for me at the moment as well being, being far away from a car triggers me so like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm having to learn to do all this again and it is absolutely exhausting because on top of all that I've got to hold down a fucking full time job I've got to be a partner to my partner I've got to be a fucking father to my daughter you know like, I don't really have room to start cracking and, and sliding sideways and if I always start slowing down that has a knock on effect on everyone around me because it's like well if I can't go into the shop tonight then my partner has to and that's unfair on her and then it's like I feel exhausted it, it, honestly it's, it's crazy but I'm hoping that you know like the mindset that I'm geared up to right now is that there, there is no way around this just like the pandemic I've got to go through the middle of it and I've just got to put myself out there you know for anyone out there that's listening to this you know like I don't know going off on the deep end about anxiety and I hope no one thinks this is like a depressing thing I'm talking about I'm completely at peace with it right now but you know because I'm, I'm battling it 
but like you know I'm gonna I'm, I'm on medication right now I take my tazapine it's not really working for me anymore I'm on the highest dosage you can get uh, I found it very beneficial last year and then I've kind of maxed my dosage out now and it's, it's kind of like stopped working. So, um, I've, you know, for, for the longest of time, I was, I was anti-fucking like meds for anxiety. Like I really was. But I had a great experience taking these up until recently. So I'm hoping I'm going to find some new pills that work just as well as I did last year. And, you know, like for anyone out there that's battling anxiety, like something I've always struggled with is going far away. Like these pills helped me get down to Oxford last year. That's the furthest I've been away for like five years. So like I, I truly do believe in the medical side of this now because I saw firsthand the benefits of taking these pills last year. For me, I'm not, I'm not telling people to go out and take them. I'm just saying the way they were explained to me was very well and I've, I've had a positive experience of them. So I'm just hoping with the right meds, you know, at the end of this year, I can, if I, if I can get a grip on this fucking social, and this is the way I'm looking at it, if I can get a grip on this social side of it, which I'm, I'm going to have to, like I, I'm going to have to do this. I really think I'm going to be in a great place with, with my anxiety, like the, probably the best I've been in it since I started suffering with it like 10 years ago. So I'm feeling positive, man. And, you know, to conclude on your question, Coast, like I entered the pandemic one way and I've came out of it a different way. <laughs> it's like it's shifted. So it is what it is. It's really interesting because I think it's, uh, I, I think that specifically like the social anxiety side of things, I think to anyone who had previous um like going into the pandemic who anyone who was suffering with anxiety at the time i think it's absolutely amplified that like i I can speak for that as well and say yes my social anxiety coming out of the pandemic has been so bro i was never like i mean obviously i didn't like traveling like i had travel anxiety but social anxiety was fine i could speak to anyone i could go out and you know whatever wasn't really an issue but now, like, even just going up, well, like, Josh, when I was supposed to come up to yours that one time and I just had a complete meltdown and, like, you know. But, like, you know, since then, I, I came up and I had a really good time and, like, that definitely helped. I think, I genuinely think, like you were saying, like, you just have to go through the middle. You you, you know, there's, the, the longer you put it off, the harder it's going to be when you do it. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of the time, like, for me, again i can't speak for everyone but like for for my anxieties and stuff like just exposure therapy is like the best way of getting through it um but it has to be consistent that's the thing because like if i do it once it's fine when i do it and then like i just regress back to that point of like being socially anxious again so i think like you know maybe setting up like a routine just making it into a routine of doing something that's like socially active then you know, you can find sort of peace in, in the other aspects of the socially anxiety driven stuff, you know, and, um, again, it's that, it's that just that, uh, exposure therapy that can really help. Do, do, um, do you know what's fucked me off as well? Cause I've go got, I've got, I've got something that I want to say before we wrap this up. I've got a very unpopular opinion. that's going to trigger all of you, but I'm definitely going to say it cause it's a topicless discussion. Try um, something that's really annoyed me is that, Oh, what the fuck was I going to say then? That was a great point as well. <laughs> it's annoyed me See, that you forgot what you were going to say. That, now that I'm keeps happening, Bro, that keeps happening to me recently. Like, I will have a thought in my mind and it will vanish within seconds. And then I'm like, what the fuck was I going to say? Um, yeah, like, you know, it's interesting what you were saying off the back of that because it's like... I really, really hope. <laughs> it's hard to say, like, because it, it, it isn't just like the pandemic that we've been through, because like it was the pandemic itself was fucked. I personally lost people, not to COVID, but through the pandemic. I, you know, we had losses on my side of the family. We had two horrible ones. Um, that was difficult to fucking deal with, with the pandemic happening at the same time as well. And and then on top of all that, I actually caught COVID. Like, and that, that happened not even that long ago. Like, I went the whole two years, bro, without catching fucking COVID. And then I caught it. And, bro, I will say right now on this podcast, we've pried. I fucking cried when that test came back positive, bro. Because I was like, I'm fuck. Honestly, like, I remember the missus came upstairs and we freaked out so bad, mate. And I'm double vaccinated as well. Like, you know, I can't, I can't believe, bro. Do you know how fucking stressful it was for me to get that vaccine? Oh my yeah. days. Yeah. Bro. And, then you, and then you catch it. 
bro, I, I, I took the first vaccine, right? And and that, that really fucking, um, fucking not messed with me, that did. That did some damage. I know it did. Uh, that's probably why I've got a fucking fear of queues at the moment for, because I was queuing up for that in the way that I felt. And then, and then I had the second one and I was more anxious for the second one than I was for the first. And, and, and then personally, I haven't gone back for another one. I, I, you know, we're not going to get into the whole vaccine thing. Everyone's super delicate with that. Everyone's got their own opinion. For me personally, I don't feel it's the right thing for me to do right now. But if things get bad again, I'll, I'll, then I'll, I'll act accordingly to, to the way that I feel. But, you know, I got the vaccines. I went two years without catching COVID. I might have fucking caught it and, and did not even know I had it. And then my partner came into the bedroom and she was like, I've tested positive for it. And I nearly, I, I nearly fucking evaporated through the floor. <laughs> and then yeah. fucking osmosis occurred in between and reformed downstairs. Bro, I was fucking shitting myself. I, 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 I haven't been that scared for a long time. And, and the missus was equally as scared. Like we both were. And and we got a daughter at the same time. You got, you know what I mean. Like you you yeah. got your parents, yeah. and now yeah. we're all isolated, so we can't even have help. And and I was ill. I was really fucking ill for like a week. Like I'm talking, like I say, really ill, like flu ill. You know, we was in bed, congested, yeah. fucking. You know, I, I had no energy for literally like a month and a half. And. And now I'm guessing I got natural immunity to it to a certain point. Then my whole family caught it, right? My my fucking nan caught it, bro, and didn't even know she had it. <laughs> she Isn't had that a the crazy thing about it. I know, yeah, and, like, and my nan was following the rules as well. And my dad was like, "I think I should test you," and she was like, "Boy, you know, you know, like I don't feel that ill." She was positive. I, I, I was so ill with it. Like I say, so ill, like flu ill. She 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 just had a cough and felt a bit rough. My mum one of the worst illnesses she's ever had again on a flu comparison she was physically sick you know she had loads of different symptoms she was really sick my dad never caught it everyone else around him caught it my dad my dad never fucking caught it bro and he was in the same house as my mum my mum was still cooking him dinner bro do you know what I mean <laughs> and my dad never caught it so I'm looking at my dad kind of sideways like you fucking gave it us all innit <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean <laughs> yeah. and he's just asymptomatic but, it's, but then, and then not you know going through all that stress of trying to avoid catching it and then finally catching it and being terrified of when I actually caught it and then and then I got better and yeah. bro like fucking it, that was just like wow what a fucking journey but flipping all this to the side now because I just want to give people out there a little bit of hope if you're anxious about the whole COVID thing I'm right, I'm right there with you believe me we, we all are but uh, saying that though like everyone in here has caught it apart from you ain't they Coos yeah so so I have never had it and I knowingly knowingly no, I mean Never, because I was testing constantly. Um, and even when my dad, who I live with, got it, I didn't get it. And, Strange. Um, it's really crazy. And my mom, my mom hasn't had it, and she's like socially active. She goes and sings in a choir, and she does, you know, um, certain groups that she goes to, and all sorts. And like, she hasn't had it. You know, it's just, it's just insane. Like how I've managed to deflect for so many years now because it's been multiple years that this has been going on for, and I've just not got it. I mean, touch wood, I never do, because I know how bad it's hit everyone else. Um, but I'm incredibly lucky to, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I have been rigidly socially distancing for a long time, um, and I just didn't, I didn't go out and about, really. Um, it's just not, you know, I'm, I'm not one of these people anymore, anyway. That, that goes out on nights out or needs to be at the, you know, pub for a social or whatever. So I had that. But then at the same time, you know, I, the person I live with got it and, and I didn't get it, um, you know, and we were in the same room multiple times, uh, you know, throughout. And yeah, I guess I just got lucky. I mean, no, Josh, if you're comfortable talking about it, of course, when you had it, would you, did you feel that sick? How many times you had it? Just once? Uh, just the once, yeah. I was really ill with it. Would you would you put it into top five illnesses of like that kind of like you know getting the flu, feeling sick, being in bed, that kind of shit? I'd put it on just on par with the flu. Like it wasn't worse than the flu. Um, the only thing that was different was I was fucking shattered. 
afterwards. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I feel that. Not so shattered that I couldn't do stuff, but just, I know it's been just really out of energy at work, like, just doing stuff I'd normally do. But that's, like, it's gone now. I mean, oh, Johnny, what about you? I think you said you caught it recently, didn't you, bro? Uh, uh, I've had it, I have had it twice. Um, twice? Yeah, I had it in October of 2019, which was when oh, it wow. first... Oh, wow. What was that like? I was, I was really quite ill for that to be fair, but I just didn't, I didn't really know. COVID was a thing, but it was like, there just wasn't many cases. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I was really ill for like two weeks. I was off work, but I just, it was, I just thought it was like flu. Um, so yeah, I had that. Then I was like, right, okay, recovered. Went back to work as normal. Um, and like the job I was in, like I was mixing with, like loads of different people every single day. Didn't catch it at all. Um, then I got it again, like two years later. Um, and I was like, fine. Like I wasn't even like ill. Um, it's definitely not the worst thing I've ever, it's not the worst thing I've ever had. As I said, like just haven't had my jabs, had the COVID, but it definitely wasn't like the worst thing I've ever had, like by any means. I mean, something that, I, I mean, everyone in this chat knows we don't go down this rabbit hole. Everyone's got their opinion on the vaccines. That's personal, whatever. We don't get into politics on the show. We never will. An interesting question I've got, though. I mean, Kush, you can't answer this. Well, no, you kind of can, theoretically. Now we've all caught it, apart from Kush. Does anyone feel the need to go and get jabbed? Because I, I, I don't really understand how it works. Like, Johnny, you're not unique here. I've, I've got a friend who's had it quite a few times, so I don't think catching it means you'll never catch it again. Well, let me, but from what we know... Let me ask you this question then, to reverse it. You've had the jabs, or you've had jabs, let's say, and you've yeah. caught it. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm like, well, I haven't had my jabs, and I've caught it just like you have. So why should I have a jab? I think it's more just to just to dampen the effects of the actual illness. Like it's it's to add like a layer of protection so you don't get hit that hard. I think that's just the difference of like mm. why people that, have it. Th- this is the baffling fucking thing, right? Because again, we're not getting political with this whole fucking jab thing. We know where we all stand and whatnot. I've got a friend who hasn't had any jabs and he's not even on the conspiracy side of stuff. He just didn't want to go and get it done. I've had two jabs and, and so has my partner. I've, my partner's actually had one more than me. Um, but she, she, she's had a jabs and we caught COVID and we were fucking ill for it my friend he went jabbed up bro he had a cough and a headache for a day I mean I don't know if he just caught a really weak variant but I was on the phone to him I was like bro you good he's like yeah <laughs> he was like bro I've got a South Oslo like, now it's fucking annoying I was like how do you feel so like, fine <laughs> I was like what do you fucking mean do you know what I mean I was, and obviously I was happy for him don't get it twisted but <clears throat> since I've had my jabs and COVID I don't know like for me personally I, I don't now I've actually had it do you know what the worst thing is though I think I've had it I didn't test for it I just assumed I had it because my missus had it at the same time we both were exactly the same wait so, so you didn't actually know you don't actually know if you've had it no but my missus got ill then I got ill and we had the exact same illness for the exact same amount of time yeah, but do you know how many different oh, okay. strains of flu there are bro like that, you, you could not have had COVID and you could have been getting yourself worked up over something that you could have just chilled well, with. I, I, my, my, my missus had it and she tested positive for it. I just assumed I had it and then my mum had it and my fucking nan had it and I was around them so much. I think I probably gave it to my mum and my nan, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I would like to believe that I've had it in a weird way. So from all that, like I, now I think I've got natural immunity to it. Uh, did you know at the very start of the pandemic as well, you could do a fucking um, an antibody test if you was a, a um, key worker? Really? And yeah, my partner did one and it just never came back. It never came back through the post, but you could actually yeah. test to see if you'd had it and you got antibodies for it. Uh, I remember that shit. But yeah, like, do you guys, I mean, Johnny, I know you haven't had your jab, so like, I completely get that. I respect that. But for like me, Coos and Josh, we, we, we're all jabbed, then, yeah? Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure we are. Would, Double would, job. Would you, would you go and get another jab? Well, not again, because theoretically speaking, now because you haven't had COVID that you know of, would you guys go and get another jab knowing you've had it and you've now got natural immunity to it? Or would that be like some kind of, no conspiracy stuff, no political stuff, just that logical thought? Do you know what I mean? I really can't have an opinion on that. I'm sorry. I, I, I would love to be theoretical about it, but, but because of like the nature of what it is, like I can't have a, I a fair opinion. I think it really depends for me on because I got them basically through work. Yeah. So it was kind of like it wasn't it wasn't like a get the vaccine or else you don't have a job, but it was just like it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Um so I don't know. Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. It depends on the circumstance. But I, I I don't care either way. Like it doesn't you know, I, I was quite I was I was a Knocked about a bit by the the third jab. The first two I was fine. The third one knocked me about a bit. But at the same time, I got daft work. So is that is that because they gave you? Because with, with my missus, when she had the third one, they gave her a different one. It wasn't oh, did the same. You have Moderna yet? Yeah, yeah, I think she was the same. She had Pfizer and Moderna. So I don't know Chicken if that's what knocked yeah. you about. But it, it, when I had the first two jobs, bro, they fucking knocked me about big time. And it was really weird. Like, it was the third day each time. The first two days, I was absolutely fine. Then the third day, it was like I had the flu for like 10 hours. And then I was fine on the night again. That is weird. It's strange how it affects everybody differently. Well, it, it, it freaks me out a little bit because like... I've had, well, what happened to me was I had the jabs and then the third the third day I literally had flu-like symptoms and I've randomly had that a few times since like on a Sunday I'll wake up and I'm, I'm shaking like I'm like I can't get warm I'm freezing cold and like, you know when your body's kind of like shaking out of control yeah and it lasts for like an hour then I'm fine again so fuck knows I don't know but very weird turning turning all this on its head I have an unpopular opinion that I'm going to share with you all now and I predict that some of you may turn your microphones off. Are you ready? Mine's already off. Except for right now. <laughs> I had a grand Big Mac today and it was absolutely shit. And I'm never having another one again. I was so, I was massively disappointed. I thought never this is literally... Never speak to me again. I... Now... Recently, McDonald's. 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 It was a grand big back from Wellsbourne. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, recently, they they had. Um, I think it was like a, a Big Mac um, chicken burger meal. Anyone remember a, that? A, a chicken Big Mac, yeah. Bro, that was game changing for me. Like, I'm like, I'm waiting for that to come back. That was absolutely. I was inspired to write an album. Let's just put it that way. This Grand Big Mac was fucking terrible. Absolutely awful. I'm going to put it up there with one of the worst takeaway meals I've ever had. That's how I feel about that. Yeah, I'm really. Not, I, I haven't had one, so I, uh, you know. But I, you know, uh, I, I, I neither support nor um, don't have one. Hey, it's a waste of money. So. Josh, Johnny, have you had one? No, I don't like eating rabbit food. So if it's got salad on, I'm not having it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Mackey's. I'll have one if I'm like. I go to mate Tom's house um, and we'll tend to like have a bit of a feast um, just chill play games or whatever and might have one there but I'm not really too bothered about them to be honest now I got pulled in and um, when the missus was like you know reading it out like you know what should I get and I always have the same thing from uh, from Mackey's and she was like you know what about this Grand Big Mac and I was like Grand Big Mac so I tried to go smart two weeks ago I was like get me a McChicken sandwich and a double cheeseburger and I couldn't finish it I got halfway through the double cheeseburger and thought this is a bad idea casual but, yeah I know I know like I just like I'm, I, I, I'm really not you know like I can't mix it up like that and it's strange that happened to me because bro I can order a curry with extras and fucking polish it off but that defeated me it was I can't weird. do that I'm the other way around I can, I can eat so much of Mackey's but I, could, I can eat like half a curry and then I'm done 
No, I've, I've been really underwhelmed at the minute with McDonald's. Like she, she, you know, she said it to me. I was like, a grand Big Mac. I was like, fuck you now. I was like, go on then. Go on, line it up for me. Let, let me see what this is like. And what a waste of money. I actually can't... Everyone in here smoked right in the past. We've all smoked cigarettes. So when you smoke a cigarette, like every now and again, you'll get a nasty one that just makes you feel horrible. I used to anyway. Like, you know, some would really make me feel good. Others would just be a normal cigarette. But then every now and again, I'd smoke one and feel like, fucking hell, it's made me feel rough, that has. That's what this grand Big Mac was like to me. It was like, a, it, it, it was just like I, I finished it and I was like, oh, oh, even right now I can still feel it. I still feel horrible. So yeah, Mackey's is fucking shit. And some of them fucking stupid cheese bolts as well. They're shit too. So yeah, if uh, Mackey's is listening to this, you're not, you're not up to par for moaning. KFC on the other hand, that's where it's at. Strongly disagree. Anyway... <laughs> Ladies and gents, this is where we're going to put a pin in it and we're going to come to uh, a close. So this this week's question for you guys, if you're listening on Spotify and uh, you're on your mobile and you happen to scroll up and see a question at the top of this. This week's question, if everyone's happy to go ahead with it, is going to be, would you like to hear more of a uh, more of our topicless discussions where we just, you know, talk shit for an hour or you know, do you want us to maintain our sort of like, we have a set topic for, you know, the podcast and we talk, excuse me, specifically about that. I've got terrible indigestion. Um, Yeah. So let us know because, you know, whatever, whatever you say, we will continue to do because you are the most important people to us. We love you. All two of you, all two of you uh, checking out our vibe. Yeah, it's me and Moen. That's it. We listen to the podcast and that's it. That's our audience. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gents, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you in the next one.